0: Midnight Cafe So here we are.
1: Oh, here we are. She didn't even give me a countdown. She just said, here we you are. You said, go ahead and start it. Well, I thought it would be like a three, two, one, go.
0: Oh, okay. Ready? Three, two, one, no. <laughs> Ooh, she got me good. <laughs> um, so... What's what's our drink of the week?
1: Well, shouldn't we do like an intro, like welcome to Brody's Midnight oh, yeah. Cafe okay, fine. Or All right, fine. We're
0: gonna restart. <laughs> when do
1: we when do we roll the intro music? Welcome. Welcome. <laughs>
0: <laughs> to Brody's Midnight Cafe, intro music will be will be added in post production.
1: Ah, just so,
0: so so that the audience members aren't worried about where it went.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well. Yeah. They wouldn't be worried because they would never. No, you know, no, we're the only babes, ones that would know that really the smart. intro music is here.
0: So shit. I think they could know. Okay. <laughs> um, but on that note, um, so I, I mentioned on our Instagram that we were going to give a shout out to our subscribers who reached out and let us know that they've listened to episode one. Mm. So on that note, um, big old shout out to uh, Ryan, Michael, Ashley, Gabby, Caroline, my mom and dad, nice. Catherine and Jeff. And your mom and dad, Whoa. Foster and Amy, um, mm-hmm. I thank you all so much for listening. We have 25 listens at this point. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what creepers are like not telling us they listen, but if you want to shout out, uh. Uh, let us know and we'll shout you out on the next episode. Um,
1: Oh, I did get a shout-out from Nina. You remember Nina? That, oh, yeah.
0: yeah she did texted Nina, me. But Nina, listen to it? I forgot to, to
1: respond, yeah. Oh. <laughs> she <laughs> said your voice really tied the whole thing together.
0: I really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I think your voice really ties things together. Eh,
1: we'll see. Yeah,
0: we'll see. We'll see how everyone feels. I like this mm-hmm. better because I can actually look at you. We changed up our recording setup. Yes.
1: Um, I now have microphone in hand, and yes. Liz has her own microphone. So we have two dedicated microphones. Right,
0: that's right. Are we going to try to get a nicer one for Tay eventually? Probably. No. Yeah, I think so. We'll um, see. <laughs> um, we'll see. Um, once we make it big. Once we, yeah. Uh, if we ever set up a Patreon, mm-hmm. maybe we'll use that money for a nicer microphone. But we'll That's see. Right. Um,
1: the Brody so Fund.
0: The Brody Fund, yeah. Um, which, unfortunately, will not go towards many things for Brody. I mean, he has a lot. He's got plenty.
1: He's got a nice dog bed.
0: Yeah, we signed him up for Bark Box.
1: He has a roof over his house. <laughs> or over his head. Got, he definitely has a roof over there's his just, house. It's like for The sure. Sims when you
0: like accidentally delete a floor and there's just a floating uh, roof over the house. <laughs> yeah, that's what Brody has. Go. So what's right. our drink today?
1: Um, drink today. Um it does not have a name. So oh. it's a drink with no name. Ooh, there you go. I like um, that. <laughs> yeah. It's
0: like that one song. Uh, a
1: horse with no a horse name. With no name,
0: yeah. That's right. I like it. So what's
1: in it? Um, So it is going to be Empress Gin, which okay. is that purple gin that is colored from uh, butterfly pea extract, and then it's got some um, Domaine de Canton ginger liqueur. Cool. It's got some Italicus, which is a citrusy bergamot liqueur. Um, some lemon mm-hmm. juice and then a little brown sugar syrup, along with some vegan foamer. That way you get a nice little foam color, but you don't use the egg white, so it's vegan. And egg white also smells like wet dog when you take a drink of it. So it does uh, not have the nasty smell either. So wow, it's got I all love the, that. So all how, the do you, how do you make
0: yeah. a vegan foam?
1: Um, I have no idea. I just do five dashes of this. Oh and oh, yeah, just, it, foams oh, it's it in up Oh that's so cool. Yeah, it's it's by okay. Fee Brothers, which yeah. they're a big bitters company and they make, yeah, the foam or so. Sponsor us. There you go. Yes, <laughs> it's a sponsor, sponsor Fee Brothers. Us. They really need our exposure. They really do. <laughs> this is the
0: audience. Um That's right. For sure. Okay, well cheers. Yes, cheers. cheers.
1: Here we go. Bing, bing. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. I haven't tried this yet, so That's it's good. really good.
0: <coughs> mm. It's sweet and fruity, but also a little tangy. Mm-hmm.
1: A little tangy, mm-hmm. a little citrusy. Yeah, I like it. Mm-hmm. And herbal.
0: Ooh, and herbal. Herbal. Yeah, I love all the that. layers. Layers. Oh.
1: Just like onions. Just
0: like ogres. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, mm-hmm. so Taylor was sick pretty much the whole week, so he's yes. finally start to feel better
1: that's right yeah i think it was so there was a bug going around at work i don't mm-hmm. think that's what i got but i mean maybe just because it makes sense <clears throat> but i think um me ryan and nick played golf in the rain on tuesday yeah and it was raining pretty consistently for about two hours so i'm sure that is what actually caused my sickness mm-hmm. but But yeah, I'm pretty much over it now. You know, my voice is just a little lower than it usually is, but I like it. It's fine. Oh yeah, I bet it is. Oh yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm I'm glad that you're getting over it. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think we went through an insane amount of tissues.
1: Yes, we did. Dayquil. Taylor literally like
0: had this like bottle of Dayquil just like in a brown bag, like it was prohibition and Dayquil had been like outlawed. That he would just like take swigs from. I, was like,
1: well, I never like when people know that i'm sick so i wanted to like yeah, kind of hide show weakness. <laughs> so, yeah. so, so i was just like take a little sip out of my paper bag drink <laughs> so <laughs> leave, leave the mystery that would people. go, yeah. oh, you know, oh okay. is he drinking over there is he doing drugs technically yes
0: technically like, he is hey, doing you know. drugs
1: it's just mm-hmm. what type of drug is on well? um hydrocodone acetaminophen oh
0: very cool that sounds like hard. i just, I just made you that just up that? i know that's
1: a thing but i don't know what it sounds like
0: hardcore <laughs> drugs Maybe, yeah. Maybe.
1: Acetaminophen.
0: Acetaminophen. I, mm-hmm. I don't think I have any updates from this week. Um, the government sent me a check, which is really nice. That's I'm great. excited about that. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, I don't know. So, what are you? what's on the, the docket for you for today?
1: What is on the docket for me? Um, do you want to just jump right into our topics?
0: No, we don't have to. We, oh, can, we don't have to. We can talk for a little... A little while <laughs> yeah, I mean, we can
1: what we is, can is, what is
0: it about? Um, I don't um, oh okay so podcast mm. announcements we are yes. up on Apple music mm-hmm. or yeah Apple podcasts Google podcasts mm-hmm. we also have a website um, and all of the information can be found on our Spotify page nice um, and I will put the website link in the description to our podcast so all that right. you can see it on no matter what pl- platform you're listening to oh we're also on Amazon podcasts
1: yes Yes. So all the platforms. All possible platforms
0: um, that people care about.
1: Except YouTube.
0: Oh, yeah, we're not on YouTube. Not yet. No. Maybe one day.
1: Maybe we get a professional studio. We record, like, video, too. Oh, yeah. Eventually. With green screen. A
0: crew. A green screen. That's
1: right. We can be underwater recording the podcast. But not really. No, just, like, you
0: because of the green screen. That's
1: right. But the audience would never know. No,
0: they'd never know. The fish around us and stuff would be pretty cool. (laughs) That's right. I do have a shark t-shirt that I got in Plato's Closet that I could wear for that. Is that Um, right? Yeah. It's pretty pretty badass. (laughs) Um, And then, yeah, I mean, we could hire somebody. To like work as like the production manager so that I don't That's have right. to spend like 30 minutes trying to figure out how to hook up two microphones to my computer.
1: Mm-hmm. But listen to us. You did a great job. No,
0: we, we sound pretty good. I yes.
1: Think. This is professionalism. Mm-hmm. Professionalism. Yes, I think so mm-hmm. too.
0: Um, yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, since you went first last time, okay. should I go ahead and jump into it this time?
0: Yes, let's do it.
1: Perfect. Okay. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So, um, it is obviously, you know, the downtime for sporting events for the most part, because most fun stuff happens in, you know, the fall, which is like, you know, football season and all that stuff. Um, there is like NBA playoffs going on right now. Um, well actually it's in like the conference finals. So then baseball started up, but basically I just wanted to kind of explain why, you know, actually attending sporting events is like a total sucker move.
0: Ooh, yeah. okay. I feel like this is a hot take. I maybe. feel like you're gonna have like sports fans like giving you like, I don't know, a piece of their mind.
1: Maybe. But you know, people that go to sporting events don't have a piece of their mind. So there wouldn't be much left there. <laughs> <Yes, sir. laughs> but anyways, um, yeah maybe it is a hot take, but I think once they, you know, listen to the actual bullet points that once I've listed out. The once they have the facts, that's right. Okay, because okay. it's all about the facts. Okay? Right. This is
0: what this podcast is about. That's is right. The facts.
1: Hard hitting journalism, right here.
0: Literally, Taylor actually was a journalism major.
1: Mm-hmm. That's um, right. Yeah. Journalism degree holder. Yeah, that's
0: graduate. right. Graduate,
1: that's right. That's right. <laughs>
0: that's right at the graduate level.
1: So I'm gonna create a pretty pretty compelling argument right here I'm as so I learned in in kennesaw state university See? Go owl. owls owls Hoody-hoo.
0: Hoody-hoo. Hoody-hoo. and i went to ung uh mm-hmm. go nighthawks. so this is just a whole family Nighthocks. of wait actually yeah actually It's a pretty cool mess isn't would... it and yeah. we didn't even have a football team
1: we, we could have been the night owls and would have been 10 times better but we, we were just the owls
0: the owl hawks
1: no i think y'all shouldn't yeah, is pretty sick yeah that is a cool <laughs> one owl hawks okay. is that just like a crossbreed
0: yeah, that's what happens when, an, when, a, when a night hawk and an owl love each other very much. Night hawk. <laughs> <laughs> when
1: a mommy night hawk. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, just a light throat clearing. Here we go. All right, so why attending sporting events is a total sucker move. Okay,
0: let's hear
1: it. All right, so number one, and this should uh, be pretty obvious, just the huge crowds, you know. Nothing bothers me more as a person than just being in a massive sea of people that I don't know.
0: Yes. And
1: I think a lot of people are probably in the same boat. You know, no one likes being you know bumped into or touched or brushed by pretty much anyone. You know, even the people that I do know kind of bother me if they get too close to me. You excluded, of course, <laughs> of but course, I think yeah. all of my friends know not I'm to not touch a you. yeah. I'm no, you So I
0: had the biggest crush on Taylor like before we actually started dating, and um, I was like. And we were leaving our friend Michael and Rachel's house one night at the same time. Uh, Actually, Taylor was leaving. I just decided to leave so I could have three minutes alone with him, like, outside of the house. And um, we talk for a minute, and I'm like, oh, like, what's your week look like, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, just casual conversation. And I go to give him a hug, and he says, oh, I'm not a hugger. And, like, literally what was left of my poor soul shriveled up because I was like, oh, my, oh, my God. Oh, you just embarrassed yourself so much. Like, this guy's obviously not into you um Meanwhile, he's just not touchy, and now I can no, hug him. I set him. the trap. Really, he's yes, playing hard to get. He was playing hard <laughs> to get. That's what it was. Well, it works. Um, mm. So yeah, um so now I can hug him like I don't know, pretty much whenever, which is really You can
1: great. almost whenever. <laughs>
0: almost whenever, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. So yeah. So no touching, exactly from now on, from anybody else other than Liz. But, yeah, so I don't like when people touch me. Um, I also kind of have this irrational fear of, like, getting pickpocketed in crowds. Just It's probably because I saw that movie with uh, Will Smith, you know, Focus, where they basically they go through, um, like, Bourbon Street during Mardi Gras, where it's just, like, a big crowd. They're like, this is, like, the best time to pickpocket. And they just, like, are stealing people's watches and stuff. So, anyways, I kind of have a fear of that. So, if anyone, like, ever bumps into me in a crowded area like that, I immediately just, like, go to my pockets, make sure I have all of my stuff. Right. And, um, I don't want to say it makes me paranoid, but it's definitely something that I always like do, you know, if anyone bumps into me, I'm like, all right, let's just make sure they looked a little shady and we're good. And then I'll mm-hmm. keep walking. But anyways, you know, yeah. See, yeah. if you
0: had a fanny pack like me, then you would never have to worry about. <laughs> See, they I could slip a it.
1: fanny pack off you though. And I mean, like, you yeah. might think you'll notice, but you know, sleight of hand so This was a
0: Will Smith movie.
1: Yeah, you haven't seen Focus. No, I've it's never Margot seen Robbie, it. Will Smith. Oh, um, no, I haven't seen it. A couple other people that I can't remember. Are you sure you're not
0: just like scared of Will Smith after what happened to Chris Rock? <laughs> like you're just scared <laughs> he's gonna come up to you in Bourbon Street and slap <laughs> laugh yes, you or something? Exactly
1: right. You Got know that's it. my actual fear. Is why I don't like huge crowds in case Will Smith is he's, coming for me. And I can't well, see him anywhere. <laughs> he's taller
0: than everyone else, so you just have to keep an, an eye out for just his like eyebrows. And is he that like, tall? He's like, he's like six, four.
1: six four. That's a big guy. I
0: think so. Yeah.
1: Interesting. All right. I guess I could spot him in a crowd. You could spot him in a crowd. So you know what? Fear gone. You know, let's bring on the crowds. This is exposure
0: therapy right here.
1: Uh, That's right. Yeah. All of our audience, just come to our house and crowd around me, okay? Because I know I can see Will Smith coming and it'll be no big deal. Perfect. Thank you. (laughs) So perfect. So yeah, so... Yes, huge crowds. No Will Smith, which is a good one. Um, Also, just, you know, people in general are pretty disgusting, you know, always covered in germs. People probably carry diseases, you know, just like mosquitoes. Yeah.
0: I don't think that people are just going to come up and bite you and give you, like...
1: You can get diseases in many ways, okay? It's not just biting, but anyways, yeah. And people definitely don't wash their hands, you know, enough. Um, And there's just, you know, countless things that could go wrong if you're trapped in a crowded area. Yes. Yes. So, you know, if you're not going to these sporting events, you don't have to worry about huge crowds. You know, it's just it's just a total mess, total disaster, just accident waiting to happen. Mm-hmm. Next up on the docket is bathrooms at sporting Ooh. events. Just, you know, when you go to a sporting event, it's, it could not be worse, the actual bathroom situation.
0: Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm.
1: So if you, if you just think about, like, a football stadium. Right. You have these sections, you know, you're in section, you know, 442 or whatever. There's... I don't know, like, 20 by 20. So there's, like, you know, going to be 400-ish people in in one section. Mm -hmm. And there's one bathroom dedicated to, like, at least a block of sections. So if you think about it, like, if someone were... If everyone wanted to go to the bathroom at the same time, there's, like, thousands of people that are shuffling to go to the bathroom. They're waiting in line, standing there, just to, like, go and do their business. And these bathrooms are going to be absolutely disgusting. You know, all these people. Definitely. Yeah. And I'd say, you know, roughly 30% of people properly wash their hands after they go to the bathroom in like a public setting, at least at these sporting events, because, you know, they're sport meatheads that, you know, just, oh, I just want to get back to the game. I am not going to wash my hands or anything. Mm-hmm. And they're just, you know, nasty. True. And True. so, and of course they touch everything. You know, they're touching the handles, all this stuff. They're touching the sink, the faucet, you know, everything. Yeah. And just, there's just filth. Getting flown around, Grime. and and even if they do go for like the touchless stuff, okay, mm-hmm. then they go for the touchless hand dryer, and that stuff they've done studies. That stuff is just blowing bacteria all over the room, you know. Exactly, yeah. yes, and that's going everywhere. So even if you think you're like, oh look, I'm not going to touch anything. I'm going to use this hand dryer and everything. Mm-hmm. It's just blowing crap basically into your lungs, onto your hands, onto your person, and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah just not ideal for sure no. um let's see what else i typed out here well that's pretty much it well okay <laughs> that's i think those that's are a good all point good
0: points and you know i i definitely so what are the pros of like watching it at home
1: oh i'm not done with the cons oh we're not that done was that, the that was just that the was bathrooms. just oh, the oh, i have two stuff. more i have two more big bullet oh okay points, well okay. i will
0: say on the topic about ba- what's yes, the Falcon stadium what's it called
1: um, I think it's Mercedes Stadium. I
0: don't Mercedes know. Benz. Ladies, be warned. Mm-hmm. If in fact you're in need of a tampon, <laughs>
1: oh, at the yeah.
0: at the Mercedes Benz, mm-hmm. you cannot find one anywhere. I they don't we have went out, no, they don't. It's ridiculous. They even wrote an article about it. Um, I think it was the AJC or something like that. <clears throat> Did you write this article? <laughs> I should have. I was pissed. Mm-hmm. So Taylor and I, a couple of years ago, we went with his family to go mm-hmm. to a game, and. Um, it, it happened, you know. Um, things started flowing, and mm-hmm. I had nothing on me because it wasn't expected. So I was like, "Okay, no big deal. Like, I'll just like go to the bathroom. They have the little quarter machines. I'll like bang mm-hmm. on it really hard. Hopefully, one falls out." They didn't have one. No. And then I went to the um, customer service desk, and I was like, "Hey, do you have like?" It was it was so embarrassing, but I was desperate. I shouldn't mm-hmm. have just asked some random lady in the restroom, but I like, you know, how long those tampons have been in her purse? You know, it's the same sort of thing Taylor's talking about, and so. Um, so I went to the customer service desk, no tampons. I went to the health desk because they directed me there. Nothing.
1: It's crazy. Not even like, you know, a female staff member would just have one handy. That's actually crazy.
0: I know. It was insane. Um, so this is my soapbox and I stand Mm -hmm. by it. Um, mm
1: -hmm. yeah,
0: yeah. It was just a frustrating experience. Um, Very frustrating. Yeah, for sure.
1: Another, another, uh, yeah, -hmm. another bullet point for me. I know. There you go. Getting back into those bullet points. Right. Um, food and drink is also a massive, a massive downside to attend a sporting event. Oh yeah. The food, the food's going to be terrible unless like you're paying, paying for like an overpriced club seat or something. But
0: those are so nice. Those are
1: nice. So yeah, back in new Orleans, you know, my grandparents had season tickets at the club level for like, you know, years. So when, when I was like younger and I was going to like saints games and stuff, um like we'd sit in the club level and we'd have like you know the fancy food vendors like they'd actually get like you know catering they have like a nice bar all this other stuff right and so it's actually like an ideal setup if you want to eat something that's you know not deep fried and disgusting but Mm -hmm. basically if you go to just like you know an average ballpark and you're sitting in like a normal section you're eating you know just microwave junk food that you know the vendor picked up from the Costco freezer aisle probably an hour before the game or anything. It's you know greasy, disgusting. You have to eat it in a super uncomfortable plastic chair. Yes. Probably have this kid kicking your chair from behind. There's a lady in front of you that just has her hair dangling down into Ooh, your, food into your and cheese stuff. dip
0: and stuff. Yes. Yeah. Uh,
1: I remember I specifically remember when I was a kid, um, me and my dad sitting at you know a game and we had our big fountain drink and we put it there and this guy in front of us put his arm around his girl and his hand literally fell into our drink disgusting. because yeah he dropped his arm behind her shoulder uh, or some crap and yeah see
0: y'all this was disgusting. the moment when this was like taylor's villain arc at that moment he suddenly was scared of germs uh, and like unable <laughs> to deal
1: that definitely wasn't the moment but it probably had it could a, have a contributed to it, to it sure. yeah. <laughs> um, um but yeah, so definitely not ideal, you know. Actually eating there, um, and then if you want any condiments or anything, say you got a hot dog, you know they're like, oh yeah, the ketchup's right over there. You have to next. go and either press this pump mm-hmm. that you know literally like thousands of milking, hands have been on. Yeah, yeah, you're milking, you're milking <laughs> the, the, the ketchup cow. <laughs> milking
0: right. the ketchup cow. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs>
1: yeah, or they have the individual packets. It's like, oh great, they're individual. You don't have to touch it. But you're putting your whole hand into this thing yes. where thousands of other people are probably right, putting and their it's hands
0: always in. next to the bathrooms too.
1: Oh. Yes, next to the bathrooms. Yes. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Even after all this, you're touching all this stuff. That's, you know, community catch-up and all this other stuff. You, th- does anybody really wash their hands after they get their food? No. No. Exactly, because you'd have to go and you'd have to wait in the long-ass bathroom line to wash your hands to actually get back and be in an ideal state it's, to consume food with your it's hands. It's a house game. Honestly. It is honestly, no, think about it. No,
0: it is. And I... so, yeah, mm-hmm.
1: and so basically you're you're kind of incentivized to just go ahead and eat with you know whatever you've been touching. like, you know, you probably touched the card reader, you probably touched like the menu or something. you've you've touched the basket uh, that you know probably a hundred other people have touched. yeah, and so basically your hands are, are probably ninety nine percent of the time not clean enough to actually consume this food that you're going to be eating. And then on top of that, the food that you're eating is like a $17 chicken tender basket that tastes frozen with microwaved crinkle cut fries. Right. And then you're having a $13, you know, Bud Light in a souvenir cup that was manufactured by like Malaysian children in a sweatshop or something mm. that costs like pennies. But they're like, oh, here's a $9 souvenir cup and you can keep it forever or something.
0: Right. And of course, you don't keep it forever because it doesn't fit in your like cabinets, and then you end up rage throwing it out. Like, and it's a forty-eight ounce
1: cup. How often are you drinking forty-eight ounces of any liquid? You know, before it goes bad. That Starbucks chai that we've been buying, (laughs) I
0: would eat, I would drink forty-eight ounces of that Mm -hmm. in one sitting.
1: Well, there you go. Maybe that's the next size up for the Starbucks CEO. Yeah, forty-eight ounce chai. Now the beyond on Venti. Do you know Italian letters or numbers? Quadventi. (laughs) Quadraventi.
0: Quadraventi? Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. That could be a thing. Mm
0: -hmm. I think so. Yeah. There you go. There we go. So, yeah. So, there's your
1: food and drink. Um, And then, lastly, the price at sporting events is just absolutely out of control. You know, I looked up uh, just, you know, tickets for a Falcons game, and the average ticket is going to be $200 in the fall. What? And that's going to be, you know, just like average seating. You know, sure, you can go all the way to the nosebleeds and maybe pay like 50 bucks the all the way up there even that good. falcons are trash that's true but that's for another uh day uh, um okay. but anyways even if you are going to be up in the rafters like that you're not going to be like the much. phantom of
0: the opera <laughs> honestly
1: <laughs> you, yeah you might see a character like the phantom of the opera up there um, but you know, you can't even see the game. So basically you're just watching the game on the jumbotron yeah. which you could just do from the comfort of your home and save the fifty bucks. Um that makes sense. but if you want to be a little closer, you're probably paying closer to like three fifty for a seat for like a decent seat in like the mid bowl or whatever. And that's just for the ticket, you know. You probably need to pay for an Uber, which is gonna be hundred and fifty to two hundred bucks, you know, just to get there and back. Am I am I crazy? Well,
0: I will say my last experience at the Brave Stadium was awesome It was so fun because your dad right? gave me his parking pass oh, okay. So I got to park like right next to it and mm-hmm. honestly the battery like you don't even Like really watch the game. You mostly just go Drink and like have a fun right? time. I mean at least we did we got to go to the little I don't know what the bar is where you can see onto the field this nice couple gave like the eight of us like, Is it
1: the chop house? The chop house. A chop yes. house.
0: This nice couple gave like literally eight of us their table. They were like, we're done with this. You can have it. And we could like literally see the entire field. It was nice. so cool. And we paid $20 each for our ticket.
1: Well, there you go. That's so. pretty ideal. But yeah, but no one really goes to baseball games. Okay. We're I talking about real sports, unfortunately. Games, so. <laughs> well, anyways. All right. Back to the football. Okay, right. so yeah, you're dropping one hundred and fifty to two hundred on an Uber, you know, because if you want to go to a game, most of the time you're no, gonna be drinking. There and
0: back for us, it'd be a hundred. Probably. Yeah. yeah Maybe. It was like a hundred for me to get back from the airport.
1: Yeah. See, that's that's pricey. Yeah. Yeah. Just to go to a game, um, and then you're probably gonna spend like you know fifty to hundred on food over the course of the day. Mm-hmm. Does that sound about right? Yeah. So basically, if you want to bring you know a significant other or a friend. <laughs> Y'all are probably dropping $1,000 on what is about four hours of entertainment. Jeez. And I can think of much better ways to spend that money <laughs> on yeah. stuff that lasts more than four hours. So, yeah. Yeah,
0: I think so, too. Mm.
1: So, all the cons are out of the way. Right. So, sure, you know, let's definitely talk about the pros. Funny thing that you brought up the Braves story, I'd say the only time that's actually enjoyable to go to a sporting event is a cheap Braves game. Yeah. That's what I had written down here. And so why is that? Well, you know, a football season is 17 games. Mm-hmm. So all of them are going to be, you know, pretty important, pretty, pretty important. crowded, pretty yeah. pricey. But in baseball, there's like 162, if I'm not crazy.
0: 162?
1: 162.
0: How are those guys' arms, like, not popping out of socket?
1: Well, the, there's a lot of injuries in baseball. Yeah, a lot I of people get so. shut down for like a few weeks oh, or whatever. Okay, I see. Um But yeah, and so obviously every game isn't as important as, you know, it's 10 times less important, however you want to look at that, than, you know, a 16 game season. Um, So ticket cost is going to be a lot smaller for a decent seat. Mm -hmm. Um, The energy, you know, is still there, you know, from the crowd, but there's not nearly as many people. Um, there's also nine innings in a baseball game rather than four quarters in a football game. So there's a lot more natural breaks. Yes. So everyone's not shuffling to the bathroom at, at the exact same exact time. time. So smart. That's right. You can go, you can go mid inning and probably in baseball, you're not going to miss that much just because it's a little slower pace right. sport overall. Um, yeah, there's more just, you know, natural breaks in the action. Um, and then optimally, you're going with, like, a group of buddies that all, like, want to, you know, just gamble a little bit. Be like, oh, yeah, no run first inning. No. Oh, let's bet that this guy's going to get two hits this game or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when you do end up spending the same amount of food, you know, on, same amount of money on food and drink, you yeah, like, you know, 50 bucks, you can make the money back just with some casual betting, you know, dropping a little, a little cheddar cheese yeah, every now and then. Or
0: if you suck at betting, you lose an additional 50 bucks. But then, but...
1: like, you're, ooh, I got to get the money back i gotta gamble some more Ah oh,
0: yes that's this is right. a personal experience though. no not at all not no of course all. not
1: no i never lose bets ever sure sure, sure. we still have this house don't we <laughs> yeah we
0: do we for now
1: we just don't have any macaroons
0: no macaroons
1: yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. um so yeah that's like you know optimal if you want to go out that's probably, right. like, the ideal time no, to actually I attend a agree. game. and
0: I think overall baseball games are more fun, especially when they're in, like, not just a stadium that has nothing else going on around it. Mm-hmm. Like, battery, amazing. Sure. Um,
1: yeah, it's a good little hub of entertainment. Yeah,
0: I think so, too. Um, and, you know, if you're like us, we... Okay, it's funny that you talk about money because last year Taylor dropped $400 so that the two of us could get these really nice jerseys.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, the Braves jerseys. The Braves jerseys, and I love those. Well, those are going to last us a long time. Those are going to last
0: us, so we'll have something to wear every time Mm -hmm. we go to a Braves game, even though mine is uh, pretty massive on me.
1: Well, I also had this trend where I bought a um, Jason Hayward jersey. The, the season before he got traded or released or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then my next jersey was a Freddie Freeman jersey. And so I bought that and then he got traded the next year. So our jerseys don't have a name on them. So, so I never fine. have to worry about them. Yeah, yeah we exactly. forever. It's no, it's fine. Unless the
0: Braves get bought out by some other state. Wow. Do you, think, can <laughs> you get a hockey
1: team? Um, yeah, I think that's like pretty much official in the works.
0: I'm so excited. I used mm-hmm. to, for those of you who are from Atlanta, like, going to Thrashers games was the best. Like, I don't know, were you living here when the Thrashers?
1: I went to, like, one or two Thrashers games, because so I remember we have, like, a plastic hockey stick that they gave oh, out okay. to, like, the kids or whatever, and we had that in our basement next to our ping-pong table for Very a while. Fun. Yeah. yeah.
0: I was obsessed. Um, they had, like, the, the bird that, like, breathed fire, um, like, <laughs> mid-game, and they had the hockey song. It was so fun. So whenever mm. the hockey team gets set up in Atlanta, we're going.
1: To a couple of sure. games, so get it. think well, they'll be the Thrashers again or no?
0: I don't think so because I think some other team in like Canada or something brought up bought out the flat, not the Flashers. <laughs> <Like> <laughs> the they're the Flashers. flashers. They're just The Atlanta game. Flashers. The Atlanta Flashers. We have a, we have a big a... strip
1: club um, allure here in Atlanta, <laughs> so we're going to be. Honestly, there, there, there. are a good deal of
0: strip clubs in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Not that I've been, Mom or not.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: right. Yeah, um, I love that though. I mean, I think that you know. Sports games are a fun event, even if you Mm -hmm. don't like sports, but you're right. There's definitely some cons. It sounds like football games. You have a beef with football games specifically.
1: It's just, you know, it's just the crowds and everything. And just there's, it's pretty, pretty much every point I listed, you know, there's plenty of better ways to enjoy, you know, a football game, like at home on your own couch with your own cheap beer. Oh, I mean, ideal is, you know, you're in the comfort of your own home. Yes. You're on the couch. Mm Mm-hmm. There's no line for your own bathroom ever. I mean I
0: hope not, yeah. No. Except for when two of our three bathrooms were out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's right. Yeah. We we were down bad when we one toilet it. wasn't flush and the other was leaking. Yeah, so. and we had to go
0: to the opposite end of the house to go mm-hmm. pee. Like in the middle of the night it was creepy. Yeah.
1: yeah. And then there was that one um seven degree day where even yeah. our, our our one up here, the yeah, pipes froze because it was next to an exterior yeah, wall. It was
0: seven de- negative. It was in the negatives. Wasn't I don't it? think it
1: was negative. Oh, I think was, it was single digits. That's right.
0: It was seven yeah. degrees in we got negative in like, Georgia?
1: That'd be wild. That'd
0: be crazy. It was seven degrees in Georgia for like a week straight. It was mm-hmm. Insane.
1: That is insane. Yeah,
0: your friend Michael yeah. actually was so nice. He brought <laughs> over like freeze protectors for us. He was like, "You uh, need these, your homeowners." Yeah, you
1: need these. Your pipes will explode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and one, we only had one exterior pipe, so we had we like. We had two. We just oh, put we had another okay. one. Oh, we did have another one. Yeah, Where? I just couldn't find it. Uh-huh.
0: It's on the other side of the house. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah.
1: Well, we have four of the things anyway, so it'll be fine.
0: Yeah, we do. We'll be mm-hmm. okay.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, no no line for the bathroom. Um, nobody's near you that you don't want to be near you. So nobody's yeah. touching you. You're not getting bumped into. You don't have to high five the, the drunk sloppy guy that, you know, was excited that, you know, he caught that touchdown or whatever. And uh, and yeah, I mean, you can make yourself a nice sandwich. You know, you can have a pizza. You can wash your hands at your leisure. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I'd say that's, no that's ideal. There There's is no deal. driving. You're you not spending to money Uber. to drive anywhere. <laughs> mm. yeah. That's right. And most of the time, you can. Uh, find the game for free or start a free trial on free. Fubo or something yeah. for a two-week period. Don't let Fubo
0: know our secrets, or That's else we won't right. be able to find those games. I'm running everywhere. out of email addresses. If you can't <laughs> tell, we're like kind of cheap. Um. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, we are cost-effective. We
0: are frugal. How about that?
1: Frugal. 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 You know that word, right? No, I do. No, I was thinking of a really stupid joke. But... What joke? No, I couldn't. I couldn't oh, get it because I wasn't getting uh, I see. Thinking of something fruity. But I'll edit this it out. Wouldn't work. <laughs> yeah, please do yeah.
0: I won't edit this out, I'm too lazy um, Well, See, cool
1: That's what I got today
0: Okay, well, transitioning over to my side So, mm-hmm. you know how So what would you say the best show that we've watched together in the last, like, couple of months has been?
1: Ooh, I mean, I'd probably say, like, like Better Call Saul But, yeah, I don't know, what else? What else have we watched what else recently? What have we watched recently?
0: I mean, Ooh, we watched that. Um, Keep sweet, pray and obey. We were watching that last oh, night. We started that on oh, Netflix, sorry, I got and that's groups. pretty. Yeah, we started that. That's pretty <laughs> scary so far. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not covering that today. Um, <laughs> okay. but however, I asked because so we so we did finish watching Better Call Saul together. Mm-hmm. He had watched it before. It was my first time. Yes, I loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, I I thought what's his name? Bill Haderson or something? What's the main actor's name? Bob
1: Odenkirk. i was so (laughs) close. Bill Hader is, uh, the guy from Saturday Night Live. He plays Barry as well. Oh, okay. He's in in bad.
0: They look just alike. I
1: know they don't. I just got them confused. Yeah, Bob Odenkirk. Yeah, I
0: loved him. I thought he was great. Mm -hmm. Um, so it turned out to be one of my favorite shows. So tonight, I thought I would regale you with another tale of a lawyer who got in over his head with drug trading oh, okay. and ended up meeting an unhappy end. So you will understand the story in just a second, but
1: well, was Better keep... Call Saul a happy ending or a bad ending? I feel
0: like it was vague. I feel like it was. Mm. He's gonna. I feel like he's the type of guy who's gonna get his way out of prison. Um, he's gonna like figure out a way to do it, but also. Mm. Well, he
1: could have. I mean, you yeah, know, he, he, he got have. his plea deal down to... I, know, I don't know, a couple of years or a couple of months? From, it would have been it?
0: seven years. Seven years, that's what seven it was. Seven years, but then he got, like, pretty much, wasn't it life?
1: Yeah, but then, yeah, he seven said, years. you know what, I could have done it, but, you know, I'm going to show that I grew as a person and... To to Kim. He basically yeah, did it for I Kim. Mean, you what know. I think is gonna happen is mm-hmm. he's
0: gonna like try to show Kim that he was like, Ooh, look at me, I've changed. <laughs> and then he's gonna find a way to get out of prison early and he's gonna hunt her down when they're in their sixties or something and like try to get back together.
1: No, that's ridiculous. I they would they would never write that portion, but
0: <laughs> No, I'm pretty sure listen, um I think so. I I mean I'm not like a journalism major, but like this is the story that I feel mm-hmm. like we should go with. Okay. Um, but anyways so let me set the scene of this story okay I'm gonna take a drink of my drink hold on mm-hmm. me
1: too ah. Great okay drink. so on September 11th mm-hmm. not not the bad one I okay mean, um, I think they're all bad ones now. Yeah. Um, Just,
0: yeah. September 11th, 1985. Fred, okay,
1: that wasn't a bad one
0: yet. Sorry. Not Well, mm. for this guy it was. Okay. Um, <laughs> Fred Myers, an elderly man living in Knoxville, Tennessee, was enjoying a little cup of coffee. When he walked out into his yard and not only found his morning paper, he found the body of a man sprawled out with a damaged parachute trailing behind him. Oof. The man showed no apparent signs of injury except for two small trickles of blood that were coming from his nose, um, but it was clear that he was dead. Mm. So, Freddy, Fred Myers, um, called the authorities and when they arrived, they searched the body and they found um, some pretty unique things. Um, So first of all, he was wearing a bulletproof vest. um, And additionally, he was also wearing night vision goggles. Um, Interesting. He was armed with two pistols and a stiletto knife and he was carrying three gold coins, $4,500 in cash, IDs in multiple names, a membership to the Miami Jot Club, and most oddly, he had a duffel bag on him with over fifteen million dollars worth of cocaine. Jeez. Which weighed exactly seven pounds more than Brody. <laughs> so,
1: Wait, how much is that way? How much is Brody? I think it was like fifty five. Oh my gosh, I don't remember the exact number.
0: I think Brody was sixty five, so this was like oh, okay. pretty much like oh I think this was like seventy five pounds of cocaine, Jeez. pretty
1: much. It's a lot of cocaine.
0: A lot of cocaine. Um
1: I would think. I've never seen it.
0: I know. Um, so Fred Myers, and this was 15 million in, in 1985's money, not even in today's money. Um, so Fred Myers, um, uh, no, yeah, I already said that. Um, so the FFA, which was like plane investigators, basically, um, did thorough research research and found that he had jumped from a plane at 7,000 feet um, and the cables of his parachute had gotten tangled with the duffel bag of cocaine, causing his parachute not to inflate properly Karma. And the man had fallen to his death. So, who was this mystery man? His name was Andrew Thornton. And this is the real-life story of the cocaine bear.
1: (laughs) Oh, wow.
0: Okay. Um. So, you've heard of the cocaine bear, obviously. Yeah,
1: I've seen the trailer.
0: (laughs) We haven't watched the movie yet. I Mm. thought that we could do that after our recording tonight, just for fun. Mm -hmm. Um, But I didn't want to, like, suggest it because I I thought that you'd be like, oh, I know what she's covering if we were watching Mm -hmm. the cocaine bear movie. Um, It has pretty okay views. I think it has, like, a 56% on Rotten Tomatoes, which I know... Is like Scandi but so we, next week we will provide our review yes, um, and we'll explain our review system mm-hmm. too um, on next week's episode but so Andrew Thornton was born in 1945 making him 40 at the time of his death he was born in Lexington Kentucky and um, after his death his friends or his friends described him as the James Bond of Lexington Kentucky which uh. can't really get much better <laughs> praise than that um. Um, I feel like I would like to describe myself as the James Bond of Canton, Georgia. (laughs) (laughs)
1: That's right, you are.
0: Anyways, um, so in his early 20s, he joined the army and he became a paratrooper, um, which is basically like the people who jump out of airplanes. Mm -hmm. Um, And he did receive a Purple Heart during his service and was considered an expert skydiver. Um, But he left the army in 1966 to train racehorses with his dad.
1: Should have stayed, obviously.
0: Well... Uh, but apparently it didn't work out. Um, in 1968, he actually shifted his focus and earned a degree in law enforcement. Hmm. And he worked really closely for the DEA and was um, on a narcotics squad for three years. So during that time, he at- also worked like at night and got a law degree. Um, however... Dun, dun, dun. Uh, during this time, during the time he was working with the police, he actually began to engage with drug smuggling. Mm. Um, so he would steal drugs from the drug lockers. Mm. Um, and he actually got connected with um, um, some pretty bad peeps.
1: Sounds like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So uh, so he, like I said, he worked really closely with the DEA, and a lot of people described him as an adrenaline junkie. Um, <laughs> So he did skydiving pretty frequently, but he would see how long he could wait before pulling a shoot. So mm. oftentimes, doing it at dangerously low levels. Um, so after a while, um, like I said, he became a parachuting drug smuggler for an illegal <laughs> drug trafficking organization, simply known as the Company. Oh, which sounds really mysterious. I couldn't find Dons. a lot of information on it. I also well, I didn't sure. Google as much as I should have. But
1: the um, government probably covered it up because it was them.
0: You know what? It probably was.
1: There you Make go. a lot of money. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Anyways. So um, the company reportedly used three small private planes to transport drugs. Um, they would fly low to avoid air traffic radar, um, and one of Thornton's projects was getting his hands on um, anti-surveillance technology. Because at the time, um, I don't know exactly how it works, but you could use like a cloaking device or something like that to make it harder for like planes to find you on other planes to find you on radar mm-hmm. um this is probably very incorrect but
1: um, well i mean this was the 80s it probably didn't take much like you probably threw yeah. a blanket over your window yeah, I and mean, no one could see you
0: yeah you just like put up a sign a post that said not smuggling drugs <laughs> yeah, and then he, right. you were okay um so yeah 1985 is actually when my my dad graduated from high school whoa yeah i know um, congrats that? jeff you did it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um so anyways uh Let's see. Um, so yeah, so he was arrested at one point. Um, so in 1984, he had a couple of run-ins with the law, and he served six months and was sentenced to five years' worth of probation for trying to steal technology that would be used as like cloaking devices um, to help hide the three planes that the company used for drug smuggling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So on September 9th, 1985, a day before the body was found, Bill Thornton told his friend Bill Leonard that he wanted to use one of his private planes to go to the Bahamas. So fun, Very little fun. boys trip, little yeah, vacay. Boys trip, yeah. So Bill Leonard actually um, was never indicted on any charges related to drug trafficking um, because, um, so because uh, Andrew, right? He told Bill Leonard that they were going to the Bahamas. What he didn't tell him was that he was actually using Bill as a bodyguard and was taking both of them to Columbia to pick up over 400 kilograms of cocaine and bring it back to the United States. Jeez. So Bill had no idea. He got on the plane thinking he was going on a vacation. Mm-hmm. Um, and reports said that Andrew didn't tell them they were going to Columbia until they were over halfway there. Mm-hmm. So what's he going to do? He's like in the plane. Um, so when they got to Columbia, Bill, this is all Bill's account as well, Bill said that they met been there who were carrying guns and duffel bags of cocaine um, they loaded it on the plane and um, they started on the way back mm. what would you do like if you were in this situation you just thought you were going on a trip and you were actually going to pick up like Drugs from columbia
1: i'm gonna say there's like 50 50 chance this guy was already in on it anyways i
0: know i feel like that Mm. would be my excuse too it doesn't it's like oh i I don't know what happened officer yeah
1: i had my swim trunks obviously didn't you see you can
0: check (laughs) (laughs) and so (laughs) so anyways um they loaded everything on the plane and they were on their way back and um when they were on the way back to from Columbia. Um, They were in the States flying over, I think it was, like, uh, Florida, um, going up through Georgia. They were going to land, I think, in um, the area they're from. Um, and, um, yeah, they heard on the radio that another plane... So they were listening to, basically, like, the FFA scanner, like, mm. the police scanner. Um, and they heard that their Cessna was going to be tracked because a plane had spotted them and thought that they were acting suspiciously. So, Andrew Thornton starts out freaking out. When they were flying over the Appalachian Mountains, he just began tossing duffel bags of cocaine out of the plane. (sighs) Wow. Yeah. Um, So, um, Thornton uh, basically told Bill, we have to jump. Um, And Bill... Who's
1: going to fly the plane?
0: So, we'll get to that. Okay. Um, So... Uh, they jumped out somewhere over Knoxville mm. um, they had a plan to meet up after both of them landed but Andrew never showed up to meet Bill Ooh. Um, so some investigators think that he either hit the back of the plane on exit in An- Andrew Yorton, mm. Um, or the extra weight from the several kilos of can- cocaine he was carrying with um, made it too heavy for his parachute to open or like I said earlier that it tangled up with his parachute cords mm. um, so he actually landed on a rock sol- sculpture in the elderly man's backyard. jeez. Oh, However, the, um, so, so yeah, um, the morning after Thornton was discovered, um, the plane was discovered in Macon County um, in North Carolina. And they were able to determine that it was his plane because he had a key in his pocket that f- perfectly fit the plane. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, so investigators determined that the plane had been set to autopilot before jumping out. And that Thornton had hoped that it would land somewhere in the Atlantic Ocean. Um, But it wasn't able to clear the Blue Ridge Mountains. Jeez. So it crashed. Um, And a few days after the crash, a bag was found containing Thornton's clothing, um, a pilot's handbook, and maps of Jamaica floating in a pond (sighs) in Atlanta, Georgia. Mm -hmm. Um, And then after that, all of the cocaine started showing up. Right? Mm. So... First, park rangers found three duffel bags containing over 210 pounds of cocaine hanging from a parachute in the Chattahoochee or hanging from sorry hanging from a tree in the Chattahoochee natural forest mm-hmm. so um, and no that was hanging from a parachute and then in November <coughs> this is the one November um, a group of lumber workers found a bag hanging in a tree containing another 28 pounds of cocaine mm-hmm. and then in December uh, of that same year 1985 Another hunter found over 220 pounds of cocaine in three duffel bags. Um, so cocaine was just popping up everywhere. It was like yeah. Easter. <laughs> like It was like these little Easter eggs of cocaine everywhere. Um, but the weirdest discovery by far was the cocaine bear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So three months after his fall in November of um, 1985 a hunter came across a bear while hunting in northern georgia Mm -hmm. um so originally he was really freaked out and scared and he thought the bear was like gonna smell him and come attack you know they can be kind of aggressive and territorial um but he didn't hear the bears breathing um so you know they they're pretty loud when they're breathing so he thought oh that's weird so he looked out and realized it was dead um so the bear had weighed 175 pounds And had died after ingesting close to 75 pounds of cocaine. um, Valued today at $55.6 million. Jeez. Crazy.
1: That is crazy. Yeah. It's an expensive last meal.
0: That's what I'm saying, too. Mm -hmm. Like, you know how they have, like, last meals for, like, people on death row? Like, what if you were just like...
1: I I want 75 pounds of cocaine. cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we have to honor this. I mean... I
0: know. Like, apparently, um, one guy, uh, they... I think it was, like, in Virginia or something like that, but, like, they, they stopped doing last meals because he ordered, like, hundreds of dollars worth of stuff mm. and didn't take one bite. Yeah. Yeah, which, why ruin it? But, mm.
1: you know. Well, he was going out Wait, with a bag. Okay, this is a good question.
0: <laughs> what would your last meal be if you were on death row?
1: Oh, what would my last meal be? Um, Let's <laughs> see. Let's see. I think I would, like, um, request, like, Gordon Ramsay Beef Wellington or something. Ooh. But I'd want it to be cooked by him, fresh in front of me.
0: Do you think he would do it? Yes. For the gram...
1: Yeah, yeah, for the Instagram. Yeah, I mean, he he has plenty of books where he like traveled to like crazy places and like cook yeah. crazy stuff. Well, doesn't so... he
0: have that 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 sound on Instagram and TikTok? It's like I infiltrated into a foreign faction of, <laughs> of I'll have to find it for you. I don't it's have so TikTok,
1: funny. so I'm sorry. I know. Um, <laughs> I miss all these sounds.
0: I I don't have TikTok anymore either. I was like oh. addicted, so I had to delete it.
1: Wow, well, you're stronger than most.
0: I just wasn't getting enough done in my spare time mm-hmm. so I you're older than wait. most too i'm, I'm not
1: that you know old. what i mean by. That. you're more mature than most how about that mm-hmm. because most of the people addicted to tiktok are probably like early 20s and you're <laughs> Mid. i'm literally 25 yeah that's mid-20s so it yeah
0: it is mid-20s but it's not that much older
1: not over the hump yet
0: I'm gonna peak when I'm 70, and you're right. you're gonna be raisiny. How about
1: you're that? on a, a sharp increase. Actually, no, yeah, you're on a sharp increase. We both
0: are. Actually, I feel like That's you're right. hotter than than before. Than
1: before. <laughs> <laughs> than when? Yeah. I don't
0: know. It's like you're you've always been hot, but I feel like you're hotter. Ah,
1: oh, thank you. It must be the the raspy voice from my sickness. That's
0: you know what he cracked the case, y'all. That's what it is. <laughs> um, okay, so back to the cocaine bear. Mm-hmm. So he consumed. He died after consuming or ingesting close to 75 pounds of cocaine, valued today at $55.6 million. Um, So they did an autopsy on the body. Mm. So only about two to three grams had actually entered his system of cocaine, Um, which is crazy, because that's a lot too. So basically, this is what the medical examiner who had done the autopsy had to say. Its stomach was literally packed to the brim with cocaine. (laughs) There isn't a mammal on the planet that could survive that cerebral hemorrhaging, hemorrhaging respiratory failure, hyper, hypo, oh my god, hyperthermia, renal failure, heart failure, stroke—you name it. The bear had it. Jeez. So this poor bear, like, mm-hmm. did not have the time of his life. Yeah, no, no. No. Um, so yeah, so naturally, the bear was taxidermied, and um, unlike the movie, he was never violent. Um, she actually was a girl, a girl. Mm. Um, Well, how would
1: you know? No one was there.
0: No, because it was taxidermied. The bear was taxidermied. But
1: how was it violent?
0: Oh, well, see, I don't... It had been
1: violent before it went out. I mean, I guess
0: so, but I feel like we would have heard about it.
1: Maybe. Maybe it's violent against, like, squirrels. Well, I mean, we wouldn't have heard about it if it killed everything that it came in contact with. That's right. There were no witnesses. I guess we'll
0: have to see what the... See, this... I guess I I didn't take into account
1: Mm -hmm. the
0: possibility of it, but... That's right. There were no reported bear-caused deaths slash murders, so... Hmm.
1: Hmm. Well, dead people can't report things.
0: Unless they're ghosts. There was a case of a ghost causing a murder conviction and we'll talk about that in a later episode okay it was a really you done lots case. of research okay yeah that one's a really interesting mm. um case but so naturally the bear was taxidermied mm. and apparently it changed hands several times between multiple owners including the famous country music singer waylon jennings
1: i don't know who that is i really don't know who it is either. <laughs> famous though <laughs> but he was
0: famous probably in the like 80s or 90s Um,
1: Oh, this was a long time ago. So,
0: it was a a while ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, it was bought and displayed, finally, at the Fun Mall in Lexington, Kentucky, um, where it still is today. And I want you to guess what they named it.
1: What they named the display?
0: What they named the bear.
1: Oh, what they named the bear. (laughs) Like, lattice or something?
0: (laughs) No, they named it Pablo (laughs) (laughs) Escobar. Which nice. I love. So, yeah, and that is the full story of Andrew Thornton and the cocaine bear.
1: Mm, very fun. Very interesting. That was an awesome story.
0: I thought it was really That's interesting.
1: I, a lot of parallels to um, Better Call Saul, for sure.
0: Well, because he was a lawyer, and yeah. he got involved in drug trading.
1: And um, I'm sure there was a bear around at the time.
0: Yeah, Yeah. For sure. For sure. There was a horse.
1: There was a horse mm-hmm.
0: Was there? Yeah, there was Yeah, that was the Mesa Verde The, the Mesa Verde
1: commercial <laughs> Yeah, I knew that Uh-huh
0: yeah. So yeah, that's, that's what it is for today That was great um, Thank you Thank you so much mm-hmm.
1: um, so You need to finish your drink Otherwise the episode isn't over mm-hmm. so.
0: Okay, gosh Yeah, I'm a really slow drinker <laughs> And by that I mean I only drink about a quarter To a half of my drinks at a time mm-hmm. um, So Taylor has to remind me to Just drink.
1: have some encouragement That's all I do No,
0: he's really good at that um, Yeah
1: Hold on one, one sec. You're great. <laughs> <coughs> Those are some weird sound effects. Why would Liz? you do that into the microphone? That was interview. that was your sound effect. No, that
0: was so rude. <laughs> <laughs> so what what fun things do we have coming up next week?
1: Ooh, what do we have coming up next week? Um, just another riveting week of work. I'll probably Try to play golf a few more times, hopefully not in the rain. Um, not.
0: <clears throat> we are, we're going to record episode three.
1: That's right, episode three. Episode
0: three. um What else? <laughs>
1: are you gonna play That's golf? all I got. yeah What do I do next? I have to work out at least 12 times. Okay, so the Taylor week. and
0: I had a competition to see who could, because we signed up for this membership at this golf mm-hmm. club. And, um
1: comes with a gym. It does come with and a, a gym. Pool.
0: And a pool. The pool opens tomorrow. We're not, oh my god, the pool's open today. <gasps> but we say the 20th yeah that's pretty cool yeah I know but we are going to the pool with our friends tomorrow which is fun but anyways we did have this competition to see who could work out the most in one week I have worked out two times
1: uh great for you <laughs> I I'm gonna get you back soon so sure. don't worry yeah no that's okay I win the bet um so, <laughs> well, so oh, you think that's just an insurmountable lead two times to work out okay
0: literally you have until Tuesday
1: okay and we'll I'm see. gonna
0: work out again before then
1: Okay, so I have to beat three times. That's easy. All right. How, how long in between... How, how big of gaps can I take so in between workouts?
0: At least four hours.
1: At least four hours? Yeah. What if I want to work out? Okay, you know what? I'm just going to work out all of Tuesday.
0: But that's still going to count as one.
1: No. Yeah. So four-hour gaps. Oh, okay. I work out for a half hour, rest four hours. Work out another half hour, rest hours. Are four you not hours.
0: working on Tuesday?
1: Um... I'll get it covered. <laughs> I'm going to win this bet. <laughs>
0: Taylor's the most competitive person I know. Which we'll I do love about him. Except for when he's playing Monopoly with like my close friends and then he's about to start fights. Can't wait
1: for the rematch, Ashley.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. That'll, be, that'll be fine. Um, but yeah, um, okay, so other updates. Um... I think it'd be really fun for us to do a listeners episode at some point. Okay. Um, so you can email us at Brody's Midnight Cafe at gmail.com if you have any creepy, interesting stories. Um, mm. They could be either related to ghosts, true crime, your opinions on sports, mm. um, or movies, or better call Saul. That's right. Yes, yeah, so Any nice pop day. culture? Yeah, we'll give you a shout out. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: or questions if you have questions Ooh, for the show. Questions for the show. For Brody. Brody is very talkative. Right, Brody? He, Speak. Bro That was
0: a loud silence. He wagged his tail he a
1: little bit. He wagged his tail, that so counts. we got something. Um,
0: so yeah, but that's that's what we have for you. Um, so check us out next week. We'll come back with episode three. If we get enough messages or emails in, we'll do a le- listener's episode and give you a, your chi- time to shine. <laughs> your 15 right. minutes of not very much fame. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so we still haven't figured out how we're going to say Goodbye.
1: Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye, Brody.